you have everything you need to live life differently. Everything you need to live a godly life. Everybody loves to hear good news and a true story. Life's Been Different is a podcast that shares people's testimonies, the gospel of Jesus Christ, and how he changes lives. We believe that this podcast will influence you to live life differently by becoming a follower of Jesus. As you listen to messages straight from heaven and hear radical stories from everyday people whose lives have been made different by Jesus. So get ready to open your heart and encounter him and go and tell the world why your life's been different. Welcome to the Life's Been Different podcast. My name is Marco, Marco Moncada, aka also known as Music Artist Merlot, and I'm so excited that you have joined us today. I want to thank you. It's a joy to me to know that you are listening to this podcast. I don't know where you are, I don't know who you are, and I don't know how or what platform you chose to listen to this show, but I'm so grateful that you did. The reason why I'm happy is because you are making steps towards living life differently by becoming a better person and better at living life. This is ultimately done by becoming a follower of Jesus. If you don't know who I am, like I said, my name is Marco Moncada, and here is a fun fact for you. Today, July 30th, 2021, is my birthday. The reason I gave the year was because I don't know what year in the future you're going to be listening to this. Hopefully, this podcast is so amazing that you go back in time and listen to all the previous episodes and also look forward to the ones to come. You could do that. This was a great lead-in. Didn't plan it this way. You can find out when episodes come out on our podcast by simply subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts or YouTube or by simply following us on Spotify or following us on Instagram at Life's Been Different. You could search Life's Been Different wherever you find podcasts to find this, follow us, subscribe to us, whatever it asks you to do um, to become a part of this community. I want to encourage you to do that. This podcast is all about influencing individuals to live life differently by becoming better people and better at living life. On this podcast, you will hear messages by me, Marco Moncada, on the principles behind living your best life, the privilege of changing your mind, the gospel of Jesus Christ, and how he changes lives. So what I'm asking for you today to do for my birthday, all I want for my birthday is for you to become a continual listener of this podcast that would bless my heart. That's all I want. All I want in life My purpose in life is to help you live your life differently. That's it. I want to help you become better at living life. Speaking of this, did you know that by God's divine power, he has given you everything you need to live life differently? Everything you need for living a godly life. 
And that is what we are going to talk about today. The goal for this episode is to get you to understand that you have in your power everything you need to live the life that you desire in Christ. Not the life that you desire in the world. That's not my message. The life that you desire is truly and solely wholly found in the life, the words, the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Real quick, before we continue, I just wanted to mention I have a new single and EP out called The Wilderness. The single on the EP is called Love and Freedom. We would love for you to go on YouTube or on our website, lifespindifferent.com to check that out. I know you'll love it or I know you know someone that will. Also, if you would like to share your testimony of why your life's been different because of Jesus, email us at lifesbeendifferent at gmail.com and we will respond with some simple instructions on how you can send in your testimony to be featured on the Life's Been Different podcast. Okay. Like I said, I got it from the Bible. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. By His divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. Did you know that? Did you know that you have everything that you need to live a godly life? Why is this important? You know, the Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 4, to live in a way that's pleasing to God. 1 Thessalonians 4, chap, uh, verse, chapter 4, verse 1 says, Finally, dear brothers and sisters, we urge you. Now, stop right there. That sounds pretty intense. This is saying we urge you, we implore you, we beg you, we're screaming out for you to hear this one thing. We urge you in the name of our Lord Jesus to live in a way that's pleasing to God. And we encourage you to do so even more. Then it says in verse 3, God's will for you is to be holy. So stay away from all sexual sin. That is God's will. You see, the problem is that people know God's will but they don't know or choose to live in God's ways. You know God's will. How do I know that you know God's will? Because this verse right here says, God's will for you is to be holy. You just heard Marco, me, tell you, whoever's listening, what God's will is. Part of God's general will is for you to live holy. That's what it says. So you just heard that, meaning that I told you what God's will is, what part of God's will is. Therefore, you now know what God's will is for you. Stay away from all sexual sin. You know that now. Unless you choose to forget, you know what it is. It's not knowing God's will that's important. It's living in it living in his ways, knowing his ways, and living life differently because of it. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 13 says, So prepare your mind for action and exercise self-control. They're telling you, the Apostle Peter is saying, 
exercise self-control. Verse 14, so you must live as God's obedient children. Don't slip back into your old ways of living to satisfy your own desires. You didn't know any better then. But now you must be holy in everything you do. Just as God who chose you is holy, for the scripture says, you must be holy for I am holy. Now you know what to do. Whether you choose to live it out, that's completely on you. I have nothing to do with that. So today, the goal for this episode is to show you that you have everything you need to live in godliness. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you that you have everything you need to live in godliness. I'm going to explain what that means and what it looks like to live in godliness. And then I'm going to remind you at the end what we told you about living your life in godliness. Now, let me tell you why it's hard to live your life in godliness. Point number one, because we forget. Listen, those, uh, 2 Peter 1, 9, those who fail to develop this way, what way? The way of living, the way the Bible tells us to live. Those that fail to live this way are short-sighted or blind. The reason why they're short-sighted and blind is because we forget that we have been cleansed of our old sin. Verse 9. Those who fail to develop this way are short-sighted or blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their old sin. Look how it says it in the New King James Version. For he who lacks these things is short-sighted, even to blindness, and has forgotten that he was cleansed from his old sin. Now, isn't that interesting? The reason why you haven't started to live your life differently every single day of your life is because you've forgotten that once you decided to believe on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, to confess with your mouth that he is the Lord of your life and that he is God and believe in your heart that he was raised from the dead, forgiving you of all your sins, past, present, and future, the reason why you don't live your life differently is because every day you forget that you have been completely made clean from every single sin of your past. That's why when you remember what God has done for you, you will start to live your life differently in godliness. I promise you. Listen, the Bible is so clear and passionate about the way you live your life. I couldn't even tell you all the scriptures on this. There's so many about the way you live your life. I couldn't even get into Proverbs. It's all about the way a man lives his life. All about the way a woman lives her life. So let's together jump into a little bit more of 2 Peter chapter 1. Last week we talked about 1 Peter chapter 1. Today we're going to talk about 2 Peter chapter 1. This is so rich. If you could catch this, if you could catch this, verse two, may God give you more and more grace 
and peace as you grow in your knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. How do you do that? You grow in your knowledge of God by walking with Jesus every day, reminding yourself that you've been made completely clean, and reading your Bible because I don't know about you, but the Bible tells us the knowledge and wisdom of God and how Jesus was. One of the ways to follow Jesus. Verse 3. By His divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. We have received all of this by coming to know Him. The one who called us to Himself. By means of his marvelous glory and excellence. Did you know that the moment you received Jesus into your life, whether you felt forgiven or not, in that moment you received the Holy Spirit, your spirit became born again into God's family, a second birth spiritually. And in that moment you received everything you need for living a godly life. That is powerful. Verse 4. And because of his glory and excellence, he has given us great and precious promises. These are the promises that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. Listen to how the New King James reads that. I'm reading, uh, I normally preach this podcast out of the NLT version, but I love the New King James version. Look, look at this. Look at this. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. And his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue by which we have been given by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises. I love that word exceedingly. That through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped corruption that is in the world through lust. Point number two. How do you live a life of godliness? By escaping the world that's full of lust. By escaping the corruption that's in the world through lust. Isn't that interesting? God's will is to stay away from all sexual sin. The Bible tells us that the corruption in the world is caused by lust. Now, lust is not always sexual. Most of the time it is. But have you ever seen an Apple iPhone commercial and just thought to yourself, I gotta have that. In a weird way, it's like something in you gets turned on and you become attracted to that iPhone. I gotta have it. I gotta have that car. I gotta have that purse. I gotta have that watch. I gotta have those shoes. I gotta have that style. I wanna dress like this person. I wanna talk like this person. I wanna have make music like this person. That's lust. It's drawing and attracting you to something that you don't have that you want. It's that I gotta have it nature. I gotta please myself. I gotta fulfill what I'm feeling right now. 
That is lust. And that is what causes corruption in the world. Point number one, how do you live a life of godliness? You remember that you have been freed, forgiven, and cleansed from all your sin. Point number two, you escape the corruption that's in the world through lust. How do you do that? Oh, I'm glad you asked. I preach it all the time. Almost every episode. You have to choose to live your life differently than the person next to you. 1 Peter chapter 4 says this. So then, since Christ suffered physical pain, you must arm yourselves with the same attitude that he had. How do you escape the the corrupt world full of lust? By having the same attitude that Jesus had. And you must be ready to suffer too. For you have suffered physically, for if you have suffered physically for Christ, you have finished with sin. Now let me be transparent. I'm a guy, obviously. I'm a man. I live in South Orange County in a city called San Clemente. There's a lot of beautiful people in San Clemente. Everyone's beautiful. Like, guys are ripped. Everyone's got nice clothes. Everyone's got money. Girls are beautiful. Now, that's not a wrong thing. Miles Monroe said that attraction was given by God. What's wrong is when you let your attraction control your actions. So, being attracted to a girl, or if you're a girl, to a guy is not wrong. What's wrong is where you let your mind go and let your actions be controlled by your attraction. Now, the Bible says, if you've suffered physically for Christ, you've finished with sin. Now, I'm a guy, like I said, I'm not going to lie. I get waves of thoughts. I get, there's times when I want to look at something I'm not supposed to, or, you know, I get attracted to something that I want that I can't have. I have a beautiful girlfriend. Like she's ridiculously gorgeous and I want to marry her, but that doesn't stop being a man in today's world. It just doesn't. Let's be honest. It doesn't. And if you're saying that it does, you're lying to yourself, bro. But what I do is when I feel that way, I suffer in it. I close my eyes and I say, Holy Spirit, strengthen me in my weaknesses. And I do not let my attraction control my actions. And I suffer through it. And when it's away, I have finished with sin. Listen, temptation is not sin. Following through with the temptation That is sin. James 4, 7 says, To him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it is sin. The reason why I'm able to suffer through this is because verse 2 says, You have finished with sin. You won't spend the rest of your life chasing your own desires, but you will be anxious to do the will of God. I'm so anxious to do the will of God That I have chosen to not live my life the way I used to. The reason why I don't live my life the way I used to is from point number one. Because I remember that I've been forgiven from my sins. Therefore, I want to do the will of God. 
in this example, what's the will of God? The will of God is 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 to stay away from all sexual sin. Boom. That's how you solve that. And it's by the grace of God and the strengthening of the, by the Holy Spirit of your weaknesses that makes you able to do this. Verse 3. You have had enough in the past of the evil things that godless people enjoy. Let's read that together uh, in the New King James Version. Therefore, since Christ suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves also with the same mind. For he who has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. That he no longer, I love this. I'm, I quote this all the time. That he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh for the lust of men, but for the will of God. Verse 3. For we have spent enough of our past lifetime in doing the will of the Gentiles. Whenever I feel the urge to do something that I know I'm not supposed to, I always quote that scripture. Dude, I've spent enough time doing what unbelievers choose to do. I believe in Jesus. I remember that he forgave me of my sins. I'm going to arm my mind with the same attitude that he has. And I'm going to keep living life differently because I'm a follower of Jesus. And that's exactly what 2 Peter chapter one is, chapter 2 is saying. Verse 4, And because of his glory and excellence, he has given us great and precious promises these are the promises that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. In view of all this, and this is what I want to close with. Make every effort. I'm telling you this, this is scripture, but I'm preaching it at you. I'm telling you to do this. I'm telling myself, today's my birthday. I'm telling myself that this is how I want to live my 31st year. This is my promise to myself and you can do it with me. In view of this, make every effort to respond to God's promises. Supplement your faith with a generous provision of moral excellence and moral excellence knowledge and knowledge with self-control and self-control with patient endurance and patient endurance with godliness and godliness with brotherly affection and brotherly affection with love for everyone. The more you grow like this, the more productive and useful you will be in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But if you fail to develop in this way, you are short-sighted or blind, forgetting that you have been cleansed from your old sins. Did you know that you have everything in you to live life differently in a godly way? If you will read your Bible every day and apply it to your life, you'll live life differently. That's what I'm preaching to you today. Remind yourself every day, every second, if you have to, that you're forgiven of your sins. If you haven't made Jesus Christ the Lord and Savior of your life, um, I guess I lied earlier. I, 
one thing I want for my birthday is for you to subscribe to this podcast. But the only and true thing, the reason why I'm even recording this podcast on my birthday, I'm a little late. Usually I have this done days before, but it's morning of and this episode's going to come out in a couple of hours and it's my birthday and I was traveling at a Holy Spirit conference all week. Anyways, what I really want for my birthday is for you to decide to live life differently by becoming a follower of Jesus. If you've never made that decision, the joke is that I want you to do it for me for my birthday, but the reality is, is I want you to do it for you, for your eternity. Pray the prayer with me at the end of this episode. Believe it in your heart. Confess Jesus with your mouth that he died and rose again. Believe that you've been forgiven from this moment forward, from all of your sin. Ask the Holy Spirit to fill you afresh and make you completely clean and continually remind you that you have been forgiven of all your old sin. And believe that today, in Christ, you have become a new creation and that you're holy and acceptable to God. I remember the day that I made this decision, September 3rd, 2016. I remember because my life's been different ever since. And like for me, that day today is your day, the day of salvation. You're one decision away. Or maybe you're ready to finally make your all-in commitment. And when you do, if you continue in the faith, steadfast, eagerly pursuing God's will, learning and living in His ways, then today will be the first day of you living your life differently by becoming a follower of Jesus. It's the best life. It's the best life. Decide. Decide. And begin to live life differently by becoming a follower of Jesus. Peace. I love you. Thank you for listening to the Life's Been Different podcast. For more information on Life's Been Different, our clothing and resources, music by Merlot, or OSL, the online discipleship course by Solid Lives, visit lifespindifferent.com. Hey, if you haven't received Jesus Christ to be your personal Lord and Savior, we would like to give you the opportunity right here, right now. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you for sending Jesus to die for my sins. I confess that Jesus is Lord and believe in my heart that he was raised from the dead and is alive today. Forgive me of my sins. Make me completely clean. Fill me with the Holy Spirit and help me become the person you created me to be. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, congratulations. Welcome to the kingdom. Jesus is real. Turn from your sin, turn to him, and go and tell the world why your life's been different.